small town music. This is big town music. He's ahead of his time, you know, but he can't use it. If only he could prove it. Well, tomorrow's just a song away, a song away, a song away. Hey everybody, welcome to Rock Solid, the comedy podcast for all things music, both new and classic. I'm Pat Francis. And I'm Kyle Dodson. And Kyle joining us in the virtual Zoom room today. It's a ton of people, but I'm just going to go around in a circle according to how everyone looks on my uh, on my screen. First of all, happy birthday to David Wild. Hello, David. Hi, and if you're listening to this on the podcast, you've already missed my birthday, so go to hell. <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. From Santa Monica, we got Mr. Mike Siegel. How you doing, Mike? Good. Good morning, everyone. <laughs> Waking and bacon. It's Christine Blackburn. <laughs> Good morning. Uh, our in-house writer, you know her from uh, as a writer on Bless the Hearts. It's Christy Stratton. Hey, y'all. Hey. Coming up next, I call her. I call her our resident rocker chick, Courtney Cronin. Yay! <laughs> From Canada, our neighbor to the north, she is also the keeper and creator of the Rock Solid database. She's been here before, but not in this capacity. Carrie Scott, hello, Carrie. Hello, everyone. Yay! Hey. And last and always last, Murray Valeriano. How are you doing, Murray? <laughs> I didn't get an intro. Everybody else got a little. Bio. I gave you an intro. <laughs> again, nobody likes me as the intro. So, is okay. what you gave me. Let me try again. He's got a baboon heart, Murray Valeriano. <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, also, Alexi Lawless, who is supposed to join us, he's currently in the air because he's got a big time job with Fox, but uh, Fox Sports. So uh, he's going to join when he lands and gets home. So that's what's going to happen. Okay, nice. everybody, this is the 2020 year in review episode. We can't be together like we normally are, but that's okay because I can have more people and that's fun too. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to play our favorite songs from 2020. A lot of music out this year, keeping us happy in lockdown. We're going to kick it off right now. I'm going in the order that the songs uh, came to me. Alexi sent his songs first, immediately, right on it. Followed by David Wilde. The two busiest people sent their songs first. <laughs> so, David, what is your first song of 2020? Say whatever you want about it. Drop names. It's your time. Oh, boy. Well, it, it, because I'm so busy, I don't remember which was first in the list, but I believe it was by, was it by from a guy from New Jersey? Is that the first one you? Yes, it was. For, okay. uh, yes. So, what I figured, what, this is, a, I'll I'll take this comedy music podcast down right away and say that in 2020, I realized that without meaning to, I picked three songs that all make me think about my parents who are no longer here on certain levels. And that it's a, like, uh, I think the first one is a song called ghost by Bruce Springsteen from his latest record. And the truth is that I feel like this year I felt haunted in many ways. I, by weird coincidence, was I worked with Rita Wilson and Tom Hanks on a cancer women's breast cancer benefit the week that you know she got uh, diagnosed. They flew off to Australia. They were diagnosed. I was with John Prine uh, talking about honoring him this year uh, at the Grammys. Right before that, uh, I for Valentine's Day I took my wife and ran into Adam Schlesinger. So the COVID, the COVIDness of it all at the very top hit me very very hard and uh 
I actually remember, I hate to say this, but I'll, I'll keep bumming you out. I remember thinking my, I'd lost my parents, both of them in the last, you know, decade, uh, my mom more recently. And I thought it's this weird thing where like, if I couldn't get to my parents, uh, I would worry more if they were still here. It was like this, the more, the morbid nature of the year hit me at the top. I've gotten over it, but uh, the song Ghost, which was ironically, Bruce wrote it and recorded it with the East Street Band before uh, COVID hit, but it has a lot of relevance and resonance to me. And this song, it's literally about him be realizing he's the last member. You know, this album is sort of, you know, losing his first band. He's the last man standing is another song on the record, but it's haunted by the loss of people. And I, I, I this song and this album by Bruce Springsteen are, you know, I, I'm a guy from New Jersey of a certain age that is about to switch even further in the certain age. But I think uh, I'm, I can't deny that Bruce Springsteen's record really spoke to me this year. And I think it's going to speak to me for many years to come. And so I picked a song called Ghost. All right, let's hear it, Kyle. I hear the sound of your guitar. Good choice, David. They played that last last night on uh, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, it oh. was yeah, it was interesting because it was it was a little rougher than most times you've ever seen Bruce, and yeah. he's the king of controlling his own audio and you know sound checking forever. And it was rougher on the first song, and then not rough really on the second song. But it's still like the passion of a guy in his seventies, someone. Much older than me, much much older than me. He's <laughs> uh, still great, and I think in a weird way, like Bruce, the last couple records have spoken to me more than he did for like the fifteen years. Like, it, I think events seem to tragedy. He does well with tragedy. Like uh, after nine eleven, the rising was super powerful. This accidentally, I think, has become a really powerful record for twenty twenty. So yeah, he just. I apologize, but my roots, my New Jersey roots are, are shown. Letter to you. It's a good Springsteen album. And uh, David, uh, it, it sounds like everyone you come in contact with gets sick. So I'm so glad we're in the Zoom room today because, uh, <laughs> yeah. well, man. I, I, uh, because, of, because of work, <laughs> I was not tested until November. And I've been tested because of my work 30 times. And it's super, uh, I don't know if any of you are getting tested all the time, but I got like the results always come around midnight and I used to go to bed like two in the morning, but now I go to bed earlier. I, and I get up earlier and uh, in 2020. And the worst thing is when you have to get the results, like certain places, 
they send you a secret password. It's a, it takes a few minutes. And I have to say, every time, it scares the hell out of me because I have lost, you know, some yeah. friends. That it really is that sort of like finding the password. And then I'm such a scientific idiot that I have to – takes me a minute to go, not detected is good. Like, and oh, yeah, <laughs> negative, negative is good. At midnight, every time, that screws me up. <laughs> well, we're happy you're healthy and we're ha happy you're here. And does anyone want to comment on Ghosts by Bruce Springsteen and the E Street Band? Well, ironically, um, one of my choices today – is from uh, an album also called Ghosts. So that's kind of weird. That is weird. And uh, when we get that's to you, comment. And when sorry, we, <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, you had your hand up. I I just said I saw it last night. I heard it for the first time. I bought it this morning, and I just thought that that was one of the best performances I've seen in a really long time on SNL for the musical guest. Yeah, it was, was so good. cool to to see them. It was, yeah. it was fantastic. All smiling, having fun. Siegel, yeah. Siegel did you have a comment? No, I remember you saying that you heard the whole album and it's a little uneven, you thought? It's grown on me now. And a lot of music in 2020, my first listen has been like, eh. But then, yeah, now I love it. Even the Bon Jovi 2020, which I don't have on my list. But oh. I, I came around on oh, that too. Oh, dude. And by the way. Oh, God. I, well, wait for Alexi to get here. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Jackass Kyle sends me an email uh, a couple of days ago and he said, uh, and he says, uh, hey, when are you going to send me your two Taylor Swift and one Bon Jovi song? <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're moving on. Carrie Scott, you're second. Yay. Right on. Um, so um, I was super excited that Not a Surf released an album this year and it came out in February. Um, their ninth album. Thanks, Marie. I, um, I picked another certain... Anyway, go on. I almost brought that. I almost brought them in. I heard the song Come Get Me, and I loved it on first listen. And, um, and the whole album's pretty great. You can take it away, Kyle. Another fun song. Yes, Christine Blackburn. Carrie Scott coming in on fire. I love <laughs> that song. And I'm going to put it right here in my new song list of my favorite songs today. Thank you for sharing that. I love it. Thank you. Excellent, excellent. Yes, Mike Siegel. There's also a, a, the song I was going to bring is one called So Much Love. On hey, that man, same album, why don't you wait? Why don't you talk about the songs you bring in, buddy? Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> Sorry, talk dude. Talk Sorry. about the three songs you brought in. We'll talk about the ones I was going to give people. In. I was going to give people a recommendation, but you can do it. Sorry, I can handle that. Mike. I'll shut up now. It sounds hey, like Alexi's here. Ale Hello, Alexi. Hey. So sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm late. I apologize. Came right from LAX. Uh, <laughs> judge, judge me if you will, but I'm I'm here. 
And in a rat sweatshirt. All yes. right. He's got a rat shirt on. It's uh, it's all good. How was your flight? Did you stay safe on that flight? I did. It was amazing uh, in terms of uh, all the protocols and different things. But it was a little surreal because uh, it's the first time I've flown since March. So let me. Are you in first? Oh, wow. Are you in first class, Alexi? I am. All right. Not a boy. <laughs> yep. Mike knows Damn how to right travel. You are. All right. Are you are you from? Uh, were you coming from Columbus? Where was I? I was in uh, Columbus and Seattle this week. Yeah. So and they're they're very different. <laughs> yeah. In terms yeah. of the way they're going about their business. Uh, so. <laughs> well, Alexi, let me tell you who's here. David Wild. You know uh, from listening to the show. You know Murray and Christy hey, and Mike Siegel and Christine Blackburn and Courtney Cronin. And you might even know Carrie Scott. She has hosted the show a couple of times. She's coming to us from Canada. She's one of our oh uh, one of our great listeners. And then, of course, you know, stupid Kyle. Well, thank you for having me. It's, it's <laughs> a privilege and pleasure to be here. I, now, Alexi, I have a question. I have a question. Sure, you do. Alexi, is this with the American flag? Is this where you do your Alex Jones style podcast? Uh, this room, or is that is uh, that what the American flag has come to? That uh, um, uh, sat, not to not to go down that road, but sadly, I think so. Oh, I don't think so. I don't wow. think so. We, we just I'm went bringing, off. I'm bringing the flag back. We went okay, up. good. Buddy. I'm with you. I'm with you. Let's not make and, the Canadian uncomfortable. And Alexi, I just read, I just read the uh, Stephen Piercy memoir that Pat loaned me, and it is uh, I could do an hour on that. What a meathead. <laughs> he, he's a trip. He is wow, a trip. dude. Okay. We'll, we'll talk later, but that, wow. Okay. All right, Alexi, you got here in time. We're going to let, we're going to let you jump in because we're going in the order that you guys sent me the songs and Alexi, you sent me your songs first. So I'm going to let you hop in right now and uh, tell us about your first song. I want to make sure that I, that I have the order right, that I sent it to you. What you, was, uh, you can call them out. You can play it. You can call them out in any order. Kyle's in charge. Oh, I can. Yeah. Okay, well, then I am going to start out with, uh, let's see, the, uh, the great Kylie Minogue, uh, who, uh, who came out with a, a killer, killer um, album, this, uh, album this year. Uh, I'm not going to tell you that I listened to a lot of new music this year, and, and, and in doing this, I would go back and I would find a song, and then it would show up as 2019, and I would be, I would be so pissed. <laughs> right. But... Um, but it, but it, but I was able to get this Kylie Minogue song, which is a song called uh, "Say Something," which I just think is wonderful, beautiful pop, oozing sweetness and sugar. And um, I'm not sure the Rat fans out there would dig it, but <laughs> never know. All right, let's hear it. Alexi, let me ask you, you something. Idea. How did you find Kylie Minogue in the U.S.? Because she's really not, still not big here in the U.S.A. So a lot of the uh, the marketing, of, I mean, I don't know what marketing is in, in 2020 for, for music, but the, the marketing I fell prey to, I guess it would be, um, because there was, uh, there was they, they, they built it up on the comparison with Madonna. Okay. And, and to your point, we, we don't associate Kylie Minogue on that mm. type of, of scale in terms of uh, sales. And so there was that, 
comparison that kind of hooked me in. And there was some uh, there was some stat about her equaling Madonna in terms of number ones, but obviously you were factoring in the international aspect right. of it and the uh, and the English aspect of it. Um, so that just that just hooked me in, and I and then I saw a really cool acoustic version that uh, that she did. Uh, well, acoustic in that it was you know uh, her and a uh, a keyboard player, piano player. Um, so there was different versions of it, and I've just I've just always loved her voice and her ability to stay relevant, but also yeah. grow and evolve and mature and not try to chase something that, that isn't, that isn't her. Yeah. She's still big in other parts of the world. So good for her. Yes, Mary. Do you recommend this album from top to bottom or? Uh, it's, it's no, it's more this the same. I mean, uh -huh. you, you, I don't think that you're going to get into levels of complexity out there sure. when it comes to it, but <laughs> to no, I really liked it. I, I hadn't heard it. I really liked it. Anyone else? Any comments for, uh, for Alexi? I always called him Kylie. Uh, also, against my uh, my better my better wishes, uh, my wife says hello, Alexi. Oh, I love your wife. <laughs> yeah, she's she's constantly texting me. I know. Uh, I know. That's it's that's sad. weird. I don't like it. Yeah, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna jump in now because because uh, I had my songs ready before uh, you other losers. So um, <laughs> this is just a song I love. Patty Smythe. I, I was so. Uh, honored to have her on the show this year i've always loved her voice i've just always loved her attitude and uh i got to meet her once and she was fantastic and i just love the song on her new album called build a fire she wrote it for about her and john and let's hear build a fire yeah. I saw, hold on one second, David. When I saw Patty uh, Smythe perform at the Canyon Club last year, uh, John McEnroe was at the show, but he was in the audience and I just happened to turn and there he was. He had like a big crazy trucker hat on and he was just beaming watching his wife perform. And that was, uh, that was great. That I just, that was a good feeling for me. Hi. <laughs> I was waiting I said this would be a great time for a David Wilde anecdote about Patty Smythe. Oh, so. here we go. Go ahead, David. Your hand was uh, up. Well, no, only just that uh, the interview was great, Pat. Besides you not mentioning my liner notes to the best of Patty Smythe, that it was perfect. Uh, but there it is. The there it is. Yeah. The, but the amazing fact is that uh, I think the record is how many? Is it twenty? Like six? How many years? Is Twenty-eight it? years, I think. Twenty-eight years. Since a new studio record, yeah. I know that on my third date with my wife, we went to see Rod Stewart and she opened and we went back and met her. And my wife goes, she's the coolest chick ever, which is true. Yeah. Uh, but now it's like 
that's when that was promoting the first that Patty Smythe MCA record, right? And it has in the time it has taken her to make this new studio record. We have two kids, one in college, one in college, one graduated college a year ago. So that is how long it's been, and I loved it. I loved it as well. Yeah, thank you. Anyone else? Patty Smythe. Yes, Christine Blackburn. I loved it. I thought it was great. It, it sounded me uh, to me like it's just so in her. It's her style. I yeah. don't want to say wheelhouse because I hate that word, and it's so 2019. <laughs> but that song could have been written yesterday or 30 years ago. Yeah, exactly. And I love the line when she says, my hands must be tattoo- tattooed all over you by now. I love that because they've been together so long. Yes. Right, Murray? You're, you're with your second wife for how long now? Uh, coming up on, uh, well, when is David Wilde's birthday? <laughs> <laughs> uh, got married on the same day, so uh, yeah, it's every day when you're in love. Oh, <laughs> look at that! Let's just say my hands will be tattooed all over David Wilde for his birthday. <laughs> By the way, who was living? Who's living in the dog pound? Uh, was that Alexi? Oh, that, that's no, that's me. Okay, no, <laughs> great. Say, when did you Good. get dogs? He's at uh, his in-laws. No, yeah, we have a dog, but yeah, we're at my in-laws, and they have two dogs. Okay. All right, good producing. Uh, <laughs> yes, Alexi. Just, just one, one thing. I, I would never have listened to this song or found out about this song if it wasn't for you. So, in terms of, of promotion and, and what this what this podcast does and the music that it brings everybody, and as I'm looking on my Spotify list here, what I was putting together songs mm-hmm. to submit here, and it is on there right behind Kylie Minogue. So, excellent. It, it had an impact. So, you're you're, you're doing great stuff for the well, artists and the, and the people that you. Uh, I promote. I appreciate any accolades, Alexi, and feel free to keep texting Pilar. Okay, oh, no, but Pat, <laughs> one, one more thing. Yeah, uh, your interview I think was the day after she was on with uh, uh, Adam Carolla, where I used to go every week and talk music. Yeah, you took and, me there one day. Oh yeah, and it was literally like night and day. Where he like Bruce says it says here you're married to John McEnroe. I was like, your interview was so. Perfect. I love you, honey. Well, thank you. Thank you, David. I, uh, I, I did feel like that we were having a conversation more than an interview and she was, uh, she was super cool. And I'll tell you backstory on that interview, uh, privately. Okay. Coming up, Courtney Cronin, what do you got for us? Oh, hi. Um, <laughs> I didn't think I was going to be next. Um, um, okay. So the first song that I picked, I mean, uh, during this time, like the bummer for bands that make all their money touring, you know, has been like tough. So a lot of those bands and musicians who are in like 42 bands, which are a lot of friends of mine, they've been getting together and recording all this amazing music. So the first song I chose was um, from a a solo artist named, um, uh, oh my God, Brandon Fields. And he put together like a super group um, with Todd Kearns on lead vocals. He's uh, plays bass for Slash's band. And he's also lead singer in Bruce Kulick's band. And um, don't make fun of me, Murray. And, no, it's uh, not. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> and then my friend uh, Jeremy Asbrock, who plays guitar for Gene Simmons Band and Ace Fraley's Band, and he's in the the Rock and Roll Residency, which is my other song. And then Matt Starr, who is the drummer for Mr. Big and also for Ace Fraley. And they these guys play with everybody. They're incredibly talented. And Todd is one of my favorite singers and was before I knew him. Like, he's incredible. His vocals are unreal. And this is a song that he wrote with Brandon called Alone Together about everything that's going on right now. And it, and it rocks. So and this was my first song. And the band is Minefield. Minefield. All right. Mm-hmm. Alone Together. Or do you shatter to think of all the secrets we could take? 
Courtney would rock. I love yeah. it. And there's this crazy yeah, guitar solo by Brandon in the middle. It's nuts. And but I could tie I could listen to Todd sing anything. And he's Canadian, so he's the world's nicest. Carrie, you know Todd Kearns. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty big over there in the Canada. They love him in the Canada. So um yeah. I like I like to tease Court on her and I've known Courtney for probably many more years than we both like to admit. But man, <laughs> you fucking I, I like to make fun of that genre and stuff, but you always bring the heat on that stuff, man. You always turn me on to some really good stuff. Yeah. Oh, cool. he, here's what yeah. Murray used to say, Courtney. He'd say, you should have Courtney Cronin on your podcast. She likes shit music like you do. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice, Murray. Murray, you're up. Oh, yes, David. Oh, go okay. ahead. David has a hand up. Oh, I'm sorry. I got cock I, I just wanted to say that I object to Courtney dropping names because I thought that was my job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was just saying who's in the band. Yeah, stop talking about all your friends in the band. <laughs> just two. <laughs> <laughs> Courtney, you mentioned uh, how the pandemic's affecting uh, your musician friends who can go out and perform. It's also affecting you and Murray and Christine mm. and Mike yeah. Siegel. And you guys all do stand-up comedy. Mike's usually on the boats. And so uh, we're hoping 2021, these three do stand-up comedy and Mike's on the boat is what I yeah, meant to say. Yeah, what, but, uh, <laughs> sounded more demeaning than- You know, wow. you know, that's not true. He's, I'm not proud of it. On, he's just a host on the Lido deck. That's you true, know, that's true. He shuffleboard, um, instructor. That's right. I run a mean Simon Says game. <laughs> right. just, call him, just call him gopher. Mm -hmm. But let, I, I'm hoping 2021, 2021. <laughs> I'm hoping 2021 gets you guys back in front of some crowds and, uh, and cause Siegel, you need to work out some stuff. Okay. So, uh, <laughs> Murray, you're up next and get ready to, uh, make some people angry with your pick. Yeah. Oh no, actually I'm not going to, I'm going to since, since, um, the divine Carrie Scott brought in, uh, not a surf. I brought in not a surf also, which Mike tried to cock block me on. Uh, sorry. I didn't, um, language. Yeah, I mean, go, going to your point, Pat, I mean, as far as I don't know about, I, especially Mike and Courtney of like, as soon as they mentioned COVID, whoosh, my calendar was wiped. I mean, I haven't worked in nine months, 10 months now. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's, it was rough. It was really rough. And then my friend turned me on to this, not a surf. And it was like, it was like saved me. It was like, I fell in love instantly with this album. This is my, uh, album of 2020 for me. I've listened to it a thousand times and I'm going to listen to it a thousand more. And I picked uh, so much love off of this. Yeah, that album sounds good. And Siegel, you also recommend the Not a Surf album, correct? Yeah, yeah. From what I've heard, everything I've heard off it, I, I liked. Mm -hmm. It's great, T to B. I've given it a thumbs up all the way down. And Murray, I'm sorry that you're not working. You look uh -oh. you look destitute in your uh, in your guest house. Okay, so um, <laughs> Courtney, you had a you had a comment. 
<laughs> no, I was thumbs upping the Nada Surf because I'd never heard of them until just Carrie played that first song, and I'm totally digging it. I already wrote it down. To, to Me buy too. It. Yeah, nice, it's good. Nice. All I right. agree. Thank you. That's a good selection. Uh, anyone else? Any comments on the Nada Surf? Moving on. Christine Blackburn, you're up. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Um, I have been extremely busy, and I haven't, you know, been working outside the house. But holy cow, man! I've I've been doing a lot more stand up and also um, keeping, you know, my podcast is going. And then I've done uh, some weekly live shows. And now my game show is every Friday night. So please join me for Story Smash, the storytelling game show every Friday night at 7 p.m. Pacific time. So it used to be it used to be Sundays. Now it's Fridays. Exactly. Okay, good. Sundays and now it's Friday. Because I could never, I could never watch it Sunday because me, Mike, and Murray, we play online poker like a bunch of freaks on Sunday. So uh, (laughs) I will check it out now Friday. Okay. Yeah, every Friday night it's a blast. We're using a a platform called uh, Streamyard. Shout out to Streamyard. Really incredible, and it makes it much more like a television show. Oh, good. It's been a lot of fun. So every Friday night, thank you very much. Also, I have another show coming up at Flappers on um, December 20th. (laughs) They've given me a show there to run, The Story Where the Hour of Power. Flappers gave me a call. They said, hey, Christine, would you like to bring that show over to this virtual stage? And I said, yes, I would. So that's exciting because Flappers has a big mailing list. And um, if you guys, uh, Christine, Murray, uh, Mike, you guys want to get on that show, please hit me up. David Wilde, of course, you guys hit me up. Are but we anyway, doing plugs so, now? Is that the deal? Yeah, 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 we, 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 we do that at look. the end, don't we? MurrayValeriano.com. Do I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bring it in, man. Look, I love Venmo look. address, by the way. Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> okay, listen. This is exciting. You know, every year, the good news is every year I'm able to bring in a song from my, you know, the love of my life, my hero and my God, Neil Young. And this year he's done it again. He released Homegrown back in April. Now, this album has been on the shelf for almost 50 years. He actually wrote it way back in 1974. And it's clearly an album uh, that is like to the heart of Neil Young music in terms of just heavy guitar, instrumental, uh, lovely lyrics and heartbreak. So this is when he was with actress Carrie Snodgrass and she, he has a son with her, of course, Zeke. And I didn't realize this until I looked a little more into this album, this album Homegrown, is that uh, Carrie Snodgrass cheated on him, right? And that's why they ended up splitting up. And she went to Hawaii with some guy for five days. And Neil was just devastated. Now, this whole album is really about that. But what's so funny about it is later Neil admits that he cheated on her, too. So, you know. Well, that was true love for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, whatever. But my song choice is called White Line, and Neil, of course, is referring to the road. Basically, uh, it's just a very beautiful, simple, simple song that he, again, another musician who could have written this yesterday or 50 years ago, which, in fact, he did. He wrote it in 1974. He said he didn't release it before because it was too painful to him. Mm. So this song is about that break with Carrie Snodgrass and him going back to the white line, which for him is back to music, back to the road and back to what he knows. All right, let's hear it, Kyle. I came to you when I needed a rest. You took my love and put it to the test. I saw some I never would have guessed Well I've been down But I'm 
true love She lies waiting Right now I'm thinking about these things I know But the daylight will soon be breaking Sounds like classic Neil Young. Excellent choice. Yes, Christy Stratton. I am struck by how great his voice sounds. Yes. And I say that because like I saw oh Lucinda Williams has a new record this year. I was so excited and I'm like I I none of this like it just was the voice and the songs were just like a dirge but I but that just strikes <laughs> me of how how uh, great his voice still sounds. No, no, well, that's how his voice sounded then. Yeah, this album was recorded <laughs> But oh, it was recorded in 74, oh, but released thought, in 2020. Oh God, I thought you said he recorded it. Yeah. Song. No, no. I Oh, oh. Well, no oh, wonder. <laughs> that was amazing. I, I was like, wow, you oh, sound so young. You <laughs> sound so good. Oh, I see. I For some reason, I thought it was written then, but he recorded it now. But now I I, I get my... Yeah, Chris, well, also, that, that explains how we have so much hot... Carrie Snodgrass talk on a review of nineteen of twenty twenty. Hashtag well, Carrie Snodgrass. I have to say, I think Neil Old sounds just as good as Neil Young. To me, yeah. he's great uh, at any decade, at any album. Do you see what I did there? Yeah. And <laughs> I, this song, I mean, these lines, you know, and I'm rolling down the open road where the daylight will be breaking. Right now, I'm thinking about these things that I know but it's a good time that we've been making. Like, he's always so simple in ways, you know, and he always talks about the open road. He loves cars. He wrote a whole book about all of his cars. And so it always kind of comes back to that white line. And it's just, it's just so pure to me. And Christina, I feel like if you and I were in the same room together doing this podcast, you would cry right now. So thank you for keeping it together. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Pat. Hey, Mike, tell us about your Neil Young sighting. Oh yeah, he's uh, he had an office or something in my neighborhood, but I would see him every twice. He's an accountant, right? Yeah, he's an accountant. He keeps <laughs> keeps an office here. He, he does QuickBooks for people. Uh, <laughs> isn't, it, isn't it in a studio in in Santa Monica? Isn't it a studio? Uh, it's either a studio or office. Yeah, I saw him there a couple of times, but not, of course, since COVID. Not no one's been right. sighted. Right. All right, Mike. Now that you're talking, you can continue to talk because it's your turn. Oh, it's me. All what right, about well, Neil Young, please? <laughs> um, so uh, this was a song, which is a single that I heard from um, Brendan Benson from the Raconteurs. Nice. And I think all of you uh, who have children would uh, probably appreciate this. This is called The uh, Richest Man Alive from an album called Dear Life. That came out. Twice the love and half the money. 
Mm, there you <laughs> go. That song right. is fantastic. I'm not a big rock and tours fan, but I love that song. <laughs> yeah, that is a good song. Catchy, right? That is catchy. I haven't heard the rest of the album, but uh, I thought that was. Cool. I have the album. I'll send it to you. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, great. I love it. I just don't like uh, Kiss. I like things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I like things. Christy Stratton like- pulling up the re. I- yes. <laughs> What? First of all, I thought I was for sure like one of the first. No way. Like, I cannot believe <laughs> nope. the last. I thought I was going to have to email you it. and ask you for your songs. Alexi well, texted me his songs like in three seconds. Uh, well, <laughs> he knew. Respect. Okay. Well, first, this is what went uh, because my number one way of finding new songs, which is Shazamming and public bathrooms. Gone. <laughs> I, uh, finding new music was a little different this year, but, and I know I have sung the praises of America's Funniest Videos on this show before. I have an 11 year old, and there's not a lot that we can watch together, but America's Funniest Videos, you guys, we watch it live. Like, we're real into it. But I don't know who the music supervisor is there, but whoever it is, is amazing because they'll play new songs they'll play the kinks they'll play like you know to two montages of people getting you know kicked in the the nuts nuts. yeah 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 yeah. it's great 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 (laughs) now um i'm not sure that's where i found this song and i'm not like a big lady gaga like oh gaga's got a new album i don't i don't remember i do not recall how i found this song but anytime i go for a walk anytime i i listen to this and this is uh uh, crazy love, I think it's called. Stupid love. Stupid, Stupid love. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear it. You're the one that I've been waiting for. Gotta quit this crying. Nobody's gonna heal me if I don't open the door. Kinda hard to believe. does not get better than that just yeah. doesn't just does yeah. not christine blackburn you got a comment so good christine that is a gift thank you so much didn't she sound a little like annie lennox a little bit yeah i can yeah. hear that yeah. yeah 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 and christy you, you're you're you are never last in our hearts if i get one more email that says where's <laughs> where's christy let me tell you people she's right fucking oh. here so turn it up <laughs> she's here right now and she was on a couple weeks ago so stop it. Ugh. Stop with the emails. Uh, okay. I just needed something upbeat like this year and whatever. Mm-hmm. I kind of leaned towards things that delighted me this year. I think you yeah. found your new uh, roller skating jam. Oh, <laughs> That's true. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. That's everything. Going to, the top of the, <laughs> going to the top of the order again with Mr. Alexi Lawless. Alexi, oh, what's your next on. tune? Whoa, whoa. Being, hey, hi. Who's this? Party doesn't make Alexi go second? 
<laughs> no, we have to. I get, I get a list, and look, I'm highlighting it. Look at this. I'll respect that. I'm I'll doing a whole thing. Hey, he's got a list. He's yeah, got I got a list. You know, come on. So did Schindler. All right, now I'm confused. Should I go or not? Yes, yeah. go. <laughs> go. All right. Um, my second uh, selection is uh, from the great Butch Walker. Uh, know him, love him, legendary yeah. performer, writer. Uh, producer. Uh, I've been following him for years, all the way from South Gang and into Marvelous 3, and, and obviously as a solo solo artist. And um, he uh, came out with an album this year called American Love Story, and this is a song called Gridlock. Uh, it's, as you would expect, from one of the great American uh, treasures when it comes to producing and songwriting. Incredibly uh, recorded and produced, just sounds beautiful the vocals are really interesting i mean I, I, they got like this firefall jerry rafferty type of thing that's going on that's going on here and it's just it's just it's a perfect type yeah, of pop yeah rock, all right i'm listening perfect type of pop rock song which is what he does so well he does a whole lot of other stuff well but this is just right uh, in his in his wheelhouse and i just thought it, i just think it's a beautiful song all right let's hear gridlock kyle Sounds great. Butch Walker has so much music out there. So many different bands and, and incarnations. Lots of hands. I'm going to go with uh, Murray first. Go ahead, Murray. Good. I wanted to get in before David Wilde. Uh, <laughs> dude, that was awesome. Yeah. I really like that. I really. I don't know much of Butch Walker. I, I know he's in some metal bands and stuff, but that was, that was fantastic. Yeah. Good deal. Christine? I don't know if you guys know the word plagiarism, uh, but if that isn't a Firefall song, <laughs> and there's so much trouble that you want to die, you don't know why you get that feel. Okay. It, it does have a Firefall feel. Play it again. I mean, I'm telling if you. If you're going to steal, steal from the greats. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> And Mr. David Wilde, what? Uh, what? You, let me guess. You and Butch Walker were in a porta potty, and you having tacos, and you got tattoos. Yes, yes but that's not the story I want to tell. Okay. <laughs> no, the amazing thing is that was on my original list. The reason Alexi beat me with his list is for two days I had a different list, which had that number one, John Prine's uh, last song that he ever wrote. I remember everything, which I ended up mentioning, name dropping him in my first mention, so I knew. I would get him in, but that is one of my favorite songs ever. I don't, and I think it's what it is. It's Lindsey Buckingham producing Firefall, which is my idea of heaven. So that's, I love, that's literally, that is the song I've listened to the most in 2020 because wow. it came wow. out early enough. And I listened and uh, I, I was obsessed with that song in the early part of the year. Love it. 
And so why didn't it make your list? Because I uh, it did. And, he already took it. Uh, no, no, it wasn't for that reason. It oh. was because I thought thematically I wanted to talk about emotionally what gotcha. would be like if it had been called lockdown instead of gridlock, I would have put it in. Gotcha. But I I was trying to sort of in my own head make it thematic to my experience of the year. Wow. All right. I just wanted to mention Firefall. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Same thing. I want to mention some other bands that had uh, music out this year that uh, are not on our list today. Ace Freely, Action Skulls, Alanis Morissette, Blue Oyster called Bob Dylan, uh, Sherry Curry, The Chicks, Cy Kern and Deep Purple, Dennis DeYoung, Dion, The Dirty Knobs, Eddie Money, Elvis Costello, Enough's Enough, Fee Wable, Fiona Apple, and I'll tell you some more in a little bit. But right now, David, you're up. Uh, and I didn't use Bob Dylan, who was also on my initial list, because I didn't want to take shit from Pat about not liking Bob Dylan. I uh, like Bob Dylan. I just uh, I'm just not into that uh, song. Most horrible. I'm, I'm sorry, murder most foul. I'm just not into that tune. Uh, so I'll tell you, my next song involves my first plug, since I'm not the first person to plug. Which uh, for the, many of you it'll be too late, or you could watch it on demand. But on December fifteenth on CBS at night, there's a show called Play On, which uh, I wrote uh, a concert. Mm. Uh, it's called the play on uh, celebrating the power of music to make change. And it's sort of raising funds for why hunger, uh, which is a great organization and raising funds for the uh, legal defense fund of the NAACP. Uh, uh, it's really, I, I really recommend the show. Alexi, you're a Bon Jovi fan. Am I right? Absolutely. Who uh, isn't like there's people the first, that aren't the first, exactly. Uh, the first act is uh, John, you'll see Bon Jovi, John Bon Jovi. And then the second act in the show is, uh, I think my favorite song of the year, just emotionally, the one that I, re and it literally is a song called Hold On by a woman named Yola, who I don't know any of you familiar with Yola. She's the last concert I saw before COVID at the Troubadour. Yeah, well, I fell in love with her around that same time after she was nominated to last year's Grammys. And uh, I fell in love with her to the extent that I put her in every show that I've done virtually this year, she's been a part of. Uh, she was on the Grammy Lifetime Achievement Show because she she was about to fly to Australia with Tom Hanks to do play Sister Rosetta Tharp in the Elvis movie. She did a, so when we honored Sister Rosetta Tharp this summer, we filmed her at the uh, Ryman Auditorium. But for this show, it's her and the High Women, who are also a group of women: Marin Morris, Brandy Carlisle, mm -hmm. um, and Cheryl Crow, who joined them. They in the Bluebird, you'll see Yola singing this new song she wrote for charity called "Hold On." And it literally is, uh, I just think it's one of the most inspiring, up, uplifting sort of pop gospel things I've ever heard. And her surrounded by these great women of country, it's just uh, one of my favorite performances in, I've worked on in a long time. So this is Yola singing Hold On with the high women. Mama said to me, hold on, you gotta be well.
Good voice. Excellent. Yeah, excellent. Murray, how was Great. the concert? At the Dude. Troubadour? Oh, yes. Me or him? Oh, it was, it was fantastic. I, I have to, uh, my wife has dragged me to four concerts kicking. And they have all been great. And Yola was one of them. I've fucking from the first note I was in. It was fantastic. Excellent. And how many? How many people were on stage, Murray? At uh, for Yola, mm-hmm. uh, one, two, three, probably four, maybe five. Mm-hmm. What? Not a at lot all. Of sound. A lot, a lot of sound. sound. Stripped down. I mean, it was. Uh, it, it was a. Uh, it was. There's. I'm now. I'm taking over David's story. I apologize, but she she told this great story of growing up outside London, being a woman of color. And be in the in the '90s, and the only one listening to Crosby, Stills and Nash, and the Hollies. Yeah, and, uh, it's like this really great inspiration. I, I thought it was fantastic. Excellent. And David, just so people know that are listening, when you say you write these shows, you write what the hosts are saying when they introduce the music artists. Correct? Is that the simple well, way to do yeah, it? This, this show is actually hosted by um, Kevin Bacon and Eve, the rapper actress Eve, and the host of the talk. Uh, she uh, and Kevin Bacon's organization, SixDegrees.org, uh, are sort of administering this fund to raise money for these two charities. Yeah, but it was actually what's weird is in this year, working on a show like the things that used to take, like writing the script. You'll see the show; it's not like there's a lot of script, but basically, it's a group of people on a Zoom like this trying to go, "What do we do?" And then calling friends. Like I had shot with Yola for this Grammy PBS special. And I said, I know she's in Nashville because she's working with, uh, you know, uh, I, I knew she was there. So I suggested we get her Anthony Mason from CBS, you know, who does. Uh, uh, he's one of the big uh, music interviewers and he's uh, a great guy. Anthony Mason, he reached out to the high women. I reached out for Yola. They ended up doing this number, bringing Cheryl Crow into it. But it's it's sort of like producing by Zoom. Excellent. So, uh, but yes, I write the I write the words they say. You write the words oh, they say. And, and by the way, this show has Springsteen and Ringo. I was at Ringo's house filming something else. Made him do something for it. I wrote something that Bruce Springsteen took half of and then rewrote. So I technically co-wrote with Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> All right. And, uh, wow. and I just I just made a graphic. Here we go. It's like that. It's his yeah. name drop. Uh, name okay. drop. <laughs> and Mike Siegel, real quick before we move on to Carrie Scott, um, David Wilde mentioned Eve. You have an Eve story, right? An Eve story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah well, I, I did uh, one episode of the sitcom. There you Is go. That That's your story. <laughs> I was a right, waiter. Yeah. You were a waiter on, the, on Eve's outfit. On Eve's sitcom. Eve. An episode of Eve. I yeah. did an episode of Eve, and then you can mention that and then call me a boat act again. <laughs> These, I, don't, I don't feel like I did that, wow. but I don't feel like I did that. Buddy. Let me tell you something. I know it just. You want to you want to see some funny stand up? Go and buy Mike Siegel's uh, Dry Bar Comedy Special. Uh, he's a really good stand up, and you need to watch Mike Siegel. Thank you. Everyone That's needs more nice. Mike Siegel. Thank All right. you. As seen on Eve. As seen on Eve and the boat. Seen on Eve and the boat. Carrie Scott. Dick. You are you are being a uh, very polite and quiet uh, Canadian. You have not interjected on anyone's uh, <laughs> anyone's hey, songs yet. <laughs> but it's your, yeah, redundant. But it's your turn, Carrie. What do you have for us? And chat it up. I'm usually quiet by nature. Throw an f bomb um, down. Okay, so uh, my song, my next song is by a band called The Strokes. I'm a big fan of The Strokes, so I was super excited uh, to have them release an album this year. 
which came out in April called The New Abnormal. It's been seven years since their last album, uh, Come Down Machine, so um, I was ready for this one. And this album is actually nominated for rock, best rock album uh, for the upcoming Grammys. So it's a really good one. Mm. And um, the song from the album that I chose is The Adults Are Talking. That is uh, that's yeah, my daughter great. Rita's uh, favorite uh, new band right now. Mike Siegel, you had your hand up. No, I like it. It's a little different sound from the uh, other stuff that they used to do. And I used to mm-hmm. never like the fact that the singer was Julian Casablancas. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was to sing. He used to sing through this like really heavily distorted <laughs> mic. It seemed, and I didn't like that. As that grew old to me after a while. <laughs> but this I like. I like better. Very nice. Christy, I think did you I screwed up your uh, cue on that, Kim. Yeah, sorry. sorry. That's okay. I noticed that. Thanks, anyways. She's a guest in our house, Kyle. How could you do that? <laughs> you like can a mess true up. Canadian. She didn't well, bring it up. No. Yeah, I know. Like, she apologized Start to you. you want. In, 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 in fairness, <laughs> iTunes said it started at 2.39, and they said the song was two, two minutes and 30 seconds long. So I don't know. And it was just playing <laughs> from the beginning. Are you not using the files I sent you? I am. Well, we're going to have a talk and someone's going <laughs> to. Oh, no, it was right in the thing up, at, up top. In the, oh, damn. Whatever. You're in trouble. Uh, heads uh, are going to roll from roll. that unpaid position. I'm, I'm a thousand miles. <laughs> I actually threw him money recently, didn't I, Kyle? Oh, oh well, now. Don't well, say now the amount. It's money. embarrassing for you and me. But, um, <laughs> I said the exact same the- thing. <laughs> You didn't get the best part of the song, but it's good. So. All right. Thank you, Ka- thank you, Carrie oh. Scott. All right. Uh, moving on. It's uh, hey, it's my turn. So there was an album that just dropped on Friday uh, at the time of this record. That's just two days ago. <laughs> it is Taylor Swift. Kyle, fuck you. Um, it's yeah. the it's the album called Evermore. It is a companion piece to folklore, and there's a song on here that she sings uh, with the band Heim. It's called No Body, No Crime. And David, have you heard the album yet? Oh yeah, yeah. No, it, this that song. It literally is like a. It's like a scientist split the difference between the "Goodbye Earl" song by Dixie Chicks and "Before He Cheats" by Carrie Underwood. It's, but I love it. But it I also has it. it also has some of that ruby red dress type of a feel. To me, it harkens back to like the those Helen, Helen Reddy, Reddy. Yeah, those Helen Reddy type songs too. So let's well, hear. No body, no crime. And mute everyone, Kyle. SD wasn't there Tuesday night at Olive Garden at her job or anywhere he reports 
is missing white And I notice when I pass this house This truck has got some brand new tires And his mistress moved in Sleeps in Estee's bed and everything Oh, there ain't no doubt Somebody's gotta catch him out Cause I think he did it But I just can't prove it I think he did it But I just can't prove it I think he did it But I just can't prove it No, nobody, no crime But I ain't letting up until the day There you go. Anyone? I uh, I started listening to it the other day, and um, I, the future. I mean, they got he's got Haim on there. You got the National. Mm-hmm. Marcus Mumford sings back up on a few track, or at least one track. I mean, Bon Iver. Bon Iver is on there. However you say uh, it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Bon Jovi is on there. <laughs> bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> it's not really great. I mean, the few tracks I've heard, I liked it. It hasn't really grabbed me yet. All I know uh, is I like a couple of tracks. I like that one. Taylor Swift has released two albums in three years with over fifty songs, and I love it all. <laughs> yeah. So that's wow. all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. You know what I'll say about that? Tell me, uh, Christine, and uh, let's make it you short. <laughs> no, I was just going to say I don't mind it. All right. Oh, all right. <laughs> okay. It's All right, the bothersome. reigning endorsement yeah, from Storyworthy. Hate it. You're, you're, you're going to get real sick of it. All right. Real sick of it when every Riverdale <laughs> season uses that as like the season finale song. <laughs> okay. Didn't I say mute? Didn't I say to mute yourself? <laughs> I think I said go mute yourself. I, I like your decision, and I would say it just needed a little more firefall. Yeah. Oh, that's true. Maybe what that's true. What doesn't? All right. Everything. <laughs> Courtney Cronin, you're up. That might be the solution to everything. Instead of cowbell, it's now firefall. Yeah. <laughs> and Courtney Cronin, when you when you talk about your uh, your rock and roll friends, that's not name dropping. These are your friends. It's like They're if my I friends. Yeah. I also want people to buy their music. Right. Of course you do. We want to support them. Yeah. And, so don't hold uh, back. Yeah, and Alone Together is like up over fifty thousand streams now, and um, and they're really you know pushing. For the song, so everybody listen to it. All right. If you don't like it, you can turn it down. Um, okay. Um, but Todd's, I mean, his singing is crazy. Okay. And just really quick, um, I do have a quick stroke story. It's one sentence. Sure. I bombed in front of them one night. <laughs> that. It was after the show. I was like, oh, that was the worst set. And my friend's like, hey, the strokes are here. Oh, like, yay. Oh, <laughs> Bye. Um, okay. So. <laughs> There's a good chance they were drunk and don't remember. I hope so. Not a good time to be like, I'm a fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And then they'll be like, 
Mm. We're not. Mm. <laughs> um, you look like you were having fun up there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were the host. You should try comedy. Yeah. <laughs> right? Because we're ah. So uh, anyway, my song is my favorite band. Everyone always thinks it's Kiss, but it's not. Since I was a little youngin, I am a crowded house, die hard forever, mm-hmm. Neil Finn all my life. I love him. And Mike Siegel and I have gone to see the Neil Finn uh, before. We were at the Wiltern for one show. I feel like another one, too. But um, Crowded House. And I'm curious. Yeah, for Crowded House. I'm curious what Alexi, because nice. I know you're a fan, too, uh, what you and Mike want, um, think about the new Crowded House song. It's the first uh, song they've had in 10 years. The band is um, totally changed. The only original members are, are Neil Finn and Nick Seymour is the bass player. And, you know, obviously Paul Hester's passed on but uh, no mark hart it's uh it's neil's family it's his two sons elroy and liam and they're both insanely talented young men and mitchell Froome is in the band now he was kind of a secret member back in the day he's produced a lot of stuff for crowded house he's the one who came up with the hey now hey now part of don't dream <laughs> um huh. and uh it's kind of cool that, that he's back in there so this song is there is like uh the first song in 10 years it really feels very liam and elroy heavy it really feels like the young Finns came in and really pushed Dad to do something a little different. And Neil's always trying, you know, to be cool and like keep up with his son. So he usually fills the stage with all their friends when he plays at Largo. It's like Neil, his wife, and then all their son's friends. It's kind of fun. Nice. And so this to me feels a little more pajama party meets Liam. So pajama party was another solo project he did, but this is whatever you want. Credit house. Some will fall upon their swords in order that they might serve greater good, but don't believe a word of the people will tell you whatever you want, whatever you want. Some people will tell you whatever you want, whatever you want, you in your place. As crazy as a king, as bad as a slave. That sounds good. That's great. Very good. Mm-hmm. I nice. like it. David has something. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, Courtney, great choice. And uh, my last thing, the last person to let me in their house in a normal way was Neil Finn, who asked me to write, interview him for the bio for the Crowded House tour and <laughs> album. This is March, like whatever date it was. And I got home, wrote it, and I had I was about to head off to South by Southwest. And South by Southwest was canceled. And I so I submitted the thing. And this is like talking about work life during 2020. I didn't, I wrote like, is this, what do you think? Any notes? Because I was trying to revise it before I went on the plane trip. I didn't get an email back till September, like 15th <laughs> saying, it's, Neil loves it approved. And I thought, <laughs> that's 2020. There was like, there were like four months when we were all like, just like in shock and not knowing what was going on. Yeah. And it was so weird because I don't think I'm sitting here outside my uh, in-laws house. No one else has had me in their house <laughs> since then. Uh, Neil Finn was the last guy to let me in his house. Yeah, he's been here all during COVID. They've been here and not in New Zealand. Right. Yeah. Where there's no COVID cases. Right. They've been stuck here because the, the, their kids live here and the grand grandkids. Also, but I feel. an example of an artist who was doing great things online, right, for the entire 2020. Yep. The like Fang really Radio is amazing. Check it out. It's unreal. I also feel that, David, this might be the, la- the last house that you're allowed into. <laughs> <laughs> Christine Blackburn. 
Uh, how do I get David Wilde's life? <laughs> you have to marry Fran. You have to marry Fran Wilde, and that's how you get it, right, David? Yes, I'm sitting here right, you know, 30 feet from the, I asked for Fran's hand from the gentleman over there 27 years ago exactly, wow. and and I did not know I was going to get the rest of her in addition to the hand. <laughs> that's a total bonus. <laughs> Well, single guys like Siegel know that all you need is the hand. Okay, so oh, Murray wow. Valeriano. Murray, Murray Valeriano, you're Murray. up. On a boat. On a boat. Ah, that was a boat. That was great. Um, I would like to take this opportunity to kill all this jocularity. <laughs> and take it down. Christy Stratton. It's no. coming. It's coming. No, Father John Misty. Say Father John Misty one more time, you <laughs> And a couple oh. singles. And in, in uh, Christy Stratton. Haven't we skip. suffered enough this year? <laughs> <laughs> Christy, and in, in Christy Stratton's defense, I told this story before. Right after my, I, got, I could start moving around after my heart surgery, my buddy Stephen Brophy got me tickets to see Father John Misty at the Hollywood Bowl. And my wife came only because Gillian Welsh was opening, which was fantastic, who I love. And about 10 minutes, song and a half into... Father John Misty said, my wife turns to me and goes, what the fuck is happening? (laughs) (laughs) But this song is fantastic. It's so full of pretentious Father John Misty bullshit. I love it. It's it's two parts. There's two songs. This is 2S. And then the other one is 2R, I believe. And this is 2S. 2S. That's like he's writing a letter. To S. Writing, oh, I'm sorry, yes, to S period, her or his initial. All right, pretentious. Goes out to Christy Stratton. <laughs> <and Cena. laughs> on the ground makes you feel so strange. Without the blue, tethered to, I'm sure you'd float away. It's it's like I, a musical suicide note in every song. Very yeah. uplifting. Yeah, this yeah. is. Yeah, I feel like he could have slowed it down a little. <laughs> like just really, really give it some breathing. Yeah. I I do, I don't know. It's like it's like I go. It's it's that one thing. Like I Starbucks. I'll buy into Starbucks. You know, it's, it goes against all my corporate thing, but I'll buy into. And I I hate the pretentious bullshit but i'll buy into father john misty man that, and i'll, I'll take all seconds. of that you got to quote letterman <laughs> that 40 seconds was longer than these past nine months <laughs> <laughs> also this is the reason that john misty doesn't play the boat seagull is because people would jump overboard oh man <laughs> yeah. let me just say uh, christine picked the exact right time to take another hit <laughs> <laughs> during that song yes 
like everybody had their eyes closed. Everybody's just like listening. And I'm like, I don't know what's going on, you guys. I got to light up. <laughs> our, our eyes were closed because we were sleeping. <laughs> what was Alexi, the name of the, what was the name of the artist? What was the name? Father, Father, John, Father John Misty. That's the real Father name? John. Yeah. 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 Oh my he was wow. he started out as the drummer of the Fleet Foxes. Got it. Yeah. And then moved on to this beautiful, amazing uh catalog of depression and yeah. pompousness. <laughs> yeah, it's not a rat cover. No. I know. No, How are you as a, as a, as a, I, I'm sure as a glam fan, Alexi, and I, I yeah. haven't really ever talked to you much about it. How did you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I'll, I'll get depressed and sad with the best of them if, if I need to, if I want sure. to, if, I, if I'm looking for that, but not on right. a continual basis. But yeah, <laughs> you just get. How long is that song, Kyle? How long? How long is too that? Lo- too long? <laughs> Clock in it. About four what? Four nineteen, four twenty. So. Wow. Four twenty, Christine. Yeah, <laughs> enough, enough to get both I of your wrists, Alexi. Yeah. Remember, it's this way, it. not this way. I didn't know I should go not there, Marie. Time. I was right there with you, but yeah, I was like, do I do it? <laughs> Christine Blackburn. It's almost like he releases music just so I can play it for Christy. Yeah, I think so. You guys, I, I, it's been every year for the last four on. years. Yeah. 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 The next time his album comes out, you should pick Christy up. You go through the in and out drive through and you just sit comfortably in the parking lot and you two enjoy it. <laughs> mm. sure. <laughs> sure. Both Gary and Mary would love that. <laughs> well, I'd give him a break. Uh, Christine. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, that's true. Christine Blackburn, you you're up. I picked up a few of these temperature guns. See this? Okay. And now watch. I want to give my temperature in front of everybody. <laughs> God, I hope it's All red. Right. I hope it's red. 97 one. Excellent. Oh, you're good. Bed. You're good. That's what Carrie Snodgrass's temperature was before she passed. <laughs> oh, <geez. Wow. laughs> That's rough. That is rough. Well, listen, speaking of passing away, uh, this album Ghost <laughs> <laughs> came out by the Cowboy Junkies. You know, our friends oh. from the 80s and 90s. Yes, they released yeah. this from album. From Canada. That's right, from Canada. It's a digital album, just eight songs, which really encompass the occasion that uh, the Timmons' mother died. Barbara Timmons passed away, and she, of course, is the mother of Margot, Peter, and Michael of Cowboy Junkies. And then they along have one more, one more bandmate. But uh, anyway, so she passes away in 2018, but they had just put out that album, All That Reckoning. And so... While they were on tour with all that reckoning, they wrote this album and they just released it. Like I said, now this song that you're going to hear, it's really it's just so beautiful. And it's a lot of ukulele. And uh, this album has completely grown on me. And I want to give it four out of five stars. Wow. High rating. Disguises light Unhindered by passing shadow I opened my eyes He glared and said You are mine You are mine You are mine Water clean 
Beautiful. I liked it. Yeah, that's yeah. very nice. Very nice. I Beautiful. loved it. I loved it. Murray, I muted you as a joke, so you can unmute yourself. Did I win? Did I win something already? <laughs> you. <laughs> Neil Young, never sound myself, better. Uh, Christy, I was thinking that that might be a song you really liked. Did you like it? I did like it. Good. I did like it. Excellent. All right. What that's all you need, Murray's Christine? Thing. You just need Christy's approval? <laughs> yes, that's, that, actually, that's exactly what I was looking for. All right. I, I actually did. I like that very much. Can I say something about that one? Yeah, no. please. It's interesting because I I don't know them. I can't name drop them. They came into Rolling Stone once. I met them once. But the when I the one discussion I had with them was about this is how the music industry has changed. They wanted to try to make their record in the slick times sound cheap and intimate and sort of in a cabin somewhere and they did that but the interesting thing is now we're in the opposite world where nobody has big budgets and yet people can make records sound like anything like alexi your records i really love i don't know if you spend gazillions of dollars but they sound like great big productions and now they don't have to worry about spending a lot of money because no one is giving cowboy junkies a lot of money to make a record it, it reminded me a little bit of patty griffin's first album you know where she like recorded it in her kitchen yeah, and it just had that raw sound. But I mean, she her voice is so <laughs> beautiful. I mean, she can sing anywhere with any. I mean, she doesn't need anything, you know. So, yeah, that was lovely. And it still it still mm. sounds like the Trinity Sessions. Yeah. or it still sounds like that stuff. It's just it's yeah. so pure. Murder Tonight in the Trailer Park is my favorite <laughs> Cowboy Junkie song. So Brad, good. I'm sorry, Pat, do you want a star cameo in your podcast this week sure who do we got Brad, i do i tell I, these people uh, what's your favorite record of 2020 <laughs> did anybody put me out uh yes there have been a few records anyone <laughs> you my, my favorite of 2020 is either killers killers uh, yeah the killers new record solid uh, yes and then the other is Dawes, I love Dawes. Uh, good luck with whatever. All right, I'm <laughs> gonna call you right back after this podcast. Okay. Okay, that was uh, that was Brad Paisley. Wow. Via David Wilde's uh, phone, David, you uh, you co-wrote or did you write the Brad Paisley book? I wrote it with him. No, we co-wrote it. Okay. Uh, and you always try to get like as a guy who worships songwriting teams. I always like anything that says. Paisley Wild. It makes me feel much more important. <laughs> and you guys are very tight because you bond over uh, music and your love of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah, we the we worked on the CMAs for like you know twelve years and did a book. And then I was always down there working with him in his house. And he has like a cabin on his property, and we would be writing. And and I was a baseball fan, so I said I was always following the Dodgers. I said, can you just turn on the Dodgers game? I hooked him on being a Dodgers fan, which was the best thing I ever did because he's famous and I'm not. And Clayton Kershaw and all the Dodgers found out like that he was a fan and started inviting us to every game. So I got to be on the field for the World Series. That's a plus. Uh, it's like dream. My baseball dreams came true. Thanks to Brad. And uh, Alexi, you did not release an album in 2020. That's why you're not on the list. Oh, <laughs> correct. No, I didn't. I'm, t I'm taking, you know, a sabbatical. All right. All right. Time away. Christine Blackburn. <clears throat> How do I get a hold of David Wilde's phone? 
<laughs> you have to marry Fran. I keep telling you. You're such a tease, David. David's such a tease. It's just like he just taunts us. He's up on this hill, and I'm just like, ah. Well, maybe, maybe we'll if we're lucky, we'll hear from Ringo in the next 20 minutes. Mike Siegel, you're up. I'm up. Oh, is Christy even there? Uh, Christy might have. Uh, she's, uh, she's going to pee. Maybe. Shoot. I wanted to there play she. this for uh, Christy gets high off camera. Here. I'm here. I never okay. I'm here. <laughs> oh, okay. No, no. The uh, well, after those two, they were lovely songs, but we have to rock it up. I think a little bit. Absolutely. And uh, yes. we um, a few years ago we played this band Greta Van Fleet out of Michigan. <gasps> These three brothers out of Michigan. They came out with a single uh, this year because everybody always they're trying to move away from the Led Zeppelin comparison that they were kind of <laughs> because the singer sounds so much like Robert Plant. Right. They did release a single called My Way Soon, and this is it. Rock and roll, courtesy of Mike Siegel. Kind of reminds me of Rush a little, going yeah. away from Led Zeppelin a little into Rush. <laughs> a little, a little. <laughs> Who will they steal from next? Black Sabbath. Yeah. What's going to happen with Greta Van Fleet? Uh, any, uh, any kids? And their like kids. That That's right. Yeah, any comments, Courtney? You you like to rock? What do you think of Greta Van Fleet? I like them. I wasn't like too into that first song because it just seemed like a little hysterical. Mm-hmm. But um, but some of their live cuts sometimes when we we made this comparison before, he's got a little Ann Wilson in him, and I yeah. and I kind of <laughs> dig that. So yeah, that was pretty cool. And uh, Alexi, what about you? You like what do you think of the Greta Van Fleet? <laughs> I mean. Uh, they're going to be, oh, there's <laughs> no rat. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, but to your point, I don't know what they, what they become or where they go. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like a, the darkness or something like that. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mm-hmm. know how, where that path goes. Did he write, did he rhyme ponder and yonder or I, I can't remember. I, I listened to that song. I just, in 10 years when the writing process happens, I'll be interested to see what words they choose and, gotcha. uh, when, when they go through that. But, and then, um, you know, the ability to do it live and, you know, I haven't seen them live in that. I haven't been in front of them, um, but I've seen plenty of it uh, on online. That's always interesting to me to see how much you can replicate what you do in the studio especially with the with the high vocals and everything there i love to do it live can he i'm sorry can he sing it live i mean i didn't i've never seen him live i've never seen him either i don't know how does he sound how do they sound live courtney you've seen them i've, I've seen, seen well i saw him on saturday night live and oh, okay. uh, i've seen some clips it's pretty good all right. Yeah, cool. I've seen the I've, yeah. I've seen the clips i'm just i just i just don't oh, know never in person no 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 oh okay mm. yeah all right, cool. We're moving on to uh, 
to Christy Stratton. Christy, uh, now Christy, okay. you've been able to work during COVID because you write for an animated show on the Fox network called Bless yes. the Hearts. So you're able yes. to do that work from home and then you guys ship it off to China where they animate it for six cents. So that's great. You guys get to do... Um, well, it's Korea, but no. Uh, yeah, we were able to work. We're done now, and we were officially told we're not coming back. Oh, so, I'm sorry. It's way to bring it up, Pat. Way to bring season. it up. I didn't know that, but I, lo- I love the show. It's really great, oh, so I'm sorry to hear yeah, that. You're very kind. You're very kind. But uh, yes, so I was able to, to work, which was good, because then it kept me out of having to teach my son is in the fifth grade now. And so Gary has to take all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah. I, I can't do long division, y'all. Like, I can't yeah. manage that. Um, and Christy, uh, that was anyway. quite like four, four or five seasons, right? We just did two seasons. So... It seemed like a lot longer. Was it stretched out somehow? Um, well, they kind of do. Uh, they break it up some. Like, we, or we started mid-season and then we had a full season. It was that kind of thing. Kristen Wiig, Maya Rudolph, big uh, Christy Stratton, big talent behind this show. Sure, <laughs> love it. It was great that I because uh, after working on King of the Hill for many years, I never got to record a voice, and and so I got had a very small part. As a, as a, and it's very so uh, you did some research for that yeah. part. That part was uh, what the character. What is her <laughs> vocation? Um, she's a stripper. Right. Okay. Um, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, it was funny because I read it. It was the first episode, the first table read. And I, because writers will fill in, you know, um, you don't want to cast uh, things at the, for the table read because sometimes in the rewrites, characters, small characters go away. Right. And so the writers will read them. And I just read this character at the table and they were like, hey, can you do this? And they kept bringing her back. And I'm like, I, this is, this is something kind of cool and fun. And I didn't expect it. it it's very cool. So it's was, very cool. And, no, and speaking no. of cool, what's your next track? Like? Oh, okay. So, um, I don't know who's on Insta, but I like Instagram <laughs> has given me a lot of joy this year and not just like I'm following like wallpapers, like really any good, beautiful wallpaper I'm looking for any like fashion thing, <laughs> but, uh, Billy Porter is the best follow. I love Billy Porter. I, one time I saw him at a, a post Emmy party and in a full ball gown, I love Billy <laughs> so around the time of the, the election was very, very stressful. And he, this is a cover song, so I don't know if it's a cheat, but um, he did record it this year. And this is, speaking of uh, uh, stills, um, uh, this is for his version of For What It's Worth. And I just have listened to it a thousand times. And I think it's wonderful. And I'm so glad to play it today. Paranoia strikes Yeah. How great is 
that. I, it was it's hard to find amazing. a clip because he starts it low and then he goes, and I'm like, oh, every verse, it just gets more and more, you know, powerful. Oh, so good. And yeah, it's inspiring. Really good. And I just, I just really. Tell us that. the name again, please. Billy Porter. Billy. Oh, yes. Billy. Okay. It's hard to mess up a great song. It's really hard. And that's true. That's a great version. That's true. Good job. I agree. And it was just right at the right time. And, and I don't know. It was, it was, uh, is that- it was great. And I was watching all the Laurel Canyon documentaries. So that, that uh, there's like a thousand of them. And yes. it's all been wonderful. And I recommend them all. And that, anyway. yeah. Courtney, sure. what do you, what do you, what do you want to add, Courtney? Oh, I just said I love a little throwing some musical theater voice in there today. It's just so powerful <laughs> yeah. and fun, and he's so great. Oh, so, yeah, love, he's amazing. Love. Let's keep Good. moving on. Kyle, uh, do you have any garbage metal to play for us for uh, 2020? <laughs> you got something for us? I have, so, I, have some, I have some garbage stuff. All right, when you, let's hear it. <laughs> um, when, you, when you think about 2020, you really want to know what uh, – the, the guys in Blink-182 think about quarantine. Oh, hell yeah, <laughs> oh, I do. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so this is their, their song, Quarantine. And <laughs> I guess I'm blessed to be so fucking bored And hiding from this phantom attention That was to send us to the more Rather be on Star Tours or stuck at the DMV <laughs> than on quarantine. <laughs> simple guys, it. they're simple guys. I uh, would like to interject here for a what moment. If, of course, Murray, and we would love we would love if you didn't. Um, I think you meant simpletons, but go on. <laughs> okay, uh, I am all for whatever music brings you joy. We all have various tastes. <laughs> I like to make fun of Bon Jovi, Alexi with Pat. Um, <laughs> I I don't I do not take whatever legitimately brings you joy but those fucking three need to go away <laughs> are the fucking worst they're like they're oh, like a wow. they're like a pull my finger joke in musical version it is mm-hmm. the oh. worst i've ever heard that band needs to go away what about a uh, father the john note, the second note is i know just after i play father john i get go it ahead, go ahead. second note is i actually I, <laughs> on my album rusty cow available on all digital platforms um <laughs> I have a, a bit about Blink, Blink 182 and it's titled Blink 182 and it's my most downloaded track because people think it's Blink 182. <gasps> Why is this guy That's shitting so my smart. favorite band? Yeah, you should have named all your tracks Lucky. after things people like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I think Kyle Kinane has a comedy album. It's all the Dream Police tracks or what they're called. You can't like, go wrong order. with that. You can't go wrong with that. That's brilliant. That's hilarious. Yeah. All right, here's uh, here's some other artists who released new music this year. Ozzy Osbourne, Paul McCartney, Pearl Jam, Soul Asylum, Suzanne Vega, Tom Petty, and X, just to name a few. Oh, good. So somebody brought ACDC. Um, actually, our playout song today will be from uh, one of our Facebook artists, Kyle Hildreth. He brought an ACDC song, and okay. that'll be, the, that'll be the playout song. I don't think you guys will hear that. I think I'll edit that in after the fact, oh. but... That ACDC oh. album and the Killers albums are two of my favorites, and Murray and I don't agree on anything but that. Dude, that fucking ACDC album is so great. Really is great. I, fuck, I fucking wrote a review of it for myself. I like, know. That's he did. Much I love he that did. ACDC album. It's <laughs> well, so fantastic. 
something edged it out in the end, but All right. I, I was hoping someone would bring it. I know. Just, well, it, it yeah. will be, it'll get a, get a little taste of it in the play out song. And right now, here we go. We're in the home stretch. Alexi Lawless, Pat, this is your, yes. Can I make one request? You want to go now? Well, my family has arrived for the party, so it's going to be loud in the backyard. Can I do mine quickly and I'll get out of, of course. the way? Of course. Is that okay with you, Alexi? Yeah. I mean, yeah. you said earlier you're not famous, but I just want you to know you're famous to me. I'd much rather yeah. hang out with you than any of the people that you're talking about. I watched 50 rock documentaries since quarantine, and David Wilde's only in half of them. <laughs> every every greatest hits album I own has David Wilde's name in the liner notes. I watch, I watched uh, every Amazon rock doc because I love rock docs like all of you. And I did at one point realize some of these are so cheap and terrible. Oh, uh, awful. <laughs> Um, but, uh, the, the person, my last song is an artist and a song I love so much. I don't know this artist. I can't name drop. I can't do anything other than I did go see her when she was opening up for Ryan Adams, who I was until a couple year and a half ago, whatever, a big fan of. And I tweeted something about how great she was. He tweeted that. And then, so that's my only connection to her. And then, then of course, I don't know if you all heard, you know, when Ryan Adams was sort of, uh, me too'd. She was part of that. Uh, I'd never have met her. She's up for four nom- Grammys wow. this year. So I, I hope, wow. depending on what happens at this year's Grammys, I'll run into her or not in this new world. But in any case, I don't know her. And then I listened to her new record. And the song Kyoto, to me, is the best song. I've, uh, uh, besides Hold On, the best song by an artist, uh, a relatively new artist. Uh, and it's it also, it reminds me, it's sort of, I think, it, it was very 2020 to me because it's about it's her, things going through her head when she's on tour in Kyoto. And, uh, and it reminded me of like most years I'm, so, I'm in a million different places and the way your life gets when you're on the road. And this is a year that didn't happen for most of us. So I just wanted to choose Kyoto by Phoebe Bridgers. Comment from Christine Blackburn, David, then we'll let you go. Uh, you guys, it's three words lost in translation. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the good. whole feel of it. I mean, it's beautiful. I really adored yeah. it, but it really is that, that whole, like, I just got to this city and it's all opened up to me and I'm free and I can do whatever I want. It's great. Excellent. Excellent. Anyone else before we let David go? No, I've heard that one uh, earlier this year and I did like it. You know, I downloaded that one immediately. I thought it was really cool. 
No, it just, for me, what's funny is that all year I was thinking, you know, working in my backyard on everything or, you know, in my house, I just thought it would be so great to get away and have distance. And then I went to Nashville for the only time I went to do the CMAs in Nashville in a few, like a month ago. And the thing is, you can go escape, you can get on a flight and, you know, Alexi, you on a flight. I, but it, you can't escape it. Like I, yes, I was on a flight in a face guard and a mask and getting tested every 10 seconds when I landed and in a bubble and wearing a face guard talking. I, I found out when you write jokes for a host, it, they can't tell if you're laughing, if you're wearing a mask and a face <laughs> True. Like, you can't even do fake laughs. So it just, they can't escape it in a certain way. But I'm, I appreciate you letting me go. I just, my family's here and it's, uh, and I, I'm going to go celebrate my birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. Happy Honor to be with all of you. And for me to you, David, thank you for always giving your time to the show. And we love you. I and love happy birthday. And we'll talk Let me to you check soon. Your temperature. Let me check your temperature. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday, David. Tell Fran I said hi if she remembers me. Bye, okay, David. She, she's not pleased with me. Bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh woo. All right. David Wild, everybody. Yeah. Excellent. David Wild. He was not kidding about those Amazon documentaries. I've seen so many of them, but there's like some of them are so cheaply done and and you could tell like if a if the band's not in it and b if they don't have rights to any of the music right if like which see, one if, oh, like which that's one? The oh I, I saw a replacements one that was i think shot by some of their friends oh, back yeah, in minneapolis was it was like okay none of the bands in this there's no music in it and it was there's a johnny thunders one that was really cheap there's a van and, morrison one that's the same way there's a crosby uh, stills and nash in one it's so it's bad killer. there was a beatles was one too watching, here there and uh, everywhere which was terrible and i've seen every beatles like this one i had to turn off i had to turn so off. it was made like amazon made them or they just are there on amazon they're just oh, people have made these and they bought them right and they just you okay. know content because the content that's they so need funny it. because i was so excited that oh my gosh they have the gary newman one and I just couldn't make it through. It was so much about his family and like the kids and he married his his biggest fan. I was like, okay, but I want to know, I want to go back. I want to see clips. I want to, and it's just like him selling his house and moving to, yeah, I'm no. like, I don't, I don't. <laughs> yeah. so They're so, so bad. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. that's not good. Murray, you you had your hand halfway up. What's up? No. Do you have something? Hi. All right. No. Alexi. No, Alexi's got to go. He's, he's got jet lag. No, I'm good. Oh, okay. I'm All right, Alexi, what's your what's your third and final song of the day? Okay, so yeah, this is it, right? Um, okay, so I don't know anything about this band in that uh, they've been around for 10 years, and I in this day and age where just singles kind of come at you in the bathroom uh, or whatever. <laughs> as we were talking. Yes, yes. Yeah, we know uh -huh. it. So, yeah. so this one came came to me. It's uh, an artist called Group Love. It's all one oh, word, yeah. Group Love. Uh, off an album called Healer, which came out this year. It's a song called Deleter. And I know in, in this day and age, we don't necessarily think about albums and, and therefore sequencing isn't always a priority, but I always love that first song. And it actually is nowadays with with uh, with Spotify's and, and all that kind of stuff. It actually is important because that's usually what people are going to uh, click on to begin with. Right. So you better have something that, that brings it right off the bat. Um, you were talking earlier about Not A Surf, like there was an, an old album from them back from 1998-ish, um, what was it, um, uh, Hyperspace off of uh, Proximity Effect. It just opens up an album and it's driving and it's 100 miles an hour and I just love that, that type of thing. So this this kicks off their album and I think it's a good representation of who they are. Like I said, Group Love, Deleter. Am I anxious or just 
And they've yeah. been around. They've been around for ten years. Is that what you said, Alexi? I think something wow. like that. If, uh, the internet is to be believed. Yes, mm-hmm. they they formed in some commune on the island of Crete that they were all together or something. <laughs> and who knows if any of this is true? But uh, <laughs> sounds you know. good to me. Cool and I, I'd never heard yeah. of them. So they have a bunch of albums out. All right, cool. That was good. That was a cool Very tune. Cool. Yeah. Okay. All right, moving yeah. on. Carrie Scott, the very oh, the very chatty. The very talky. Oh, this Carrie is going to be long. I'm just letting everybody <laughs> else get their words in. <laughs> um, thanks, Pat. Are you having um, fun, thanks. Carrie? Are you having fun? Yes. Is this I the best know. day? Is this the best day of your life? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> I'd say you're married. Your wedding, and then the kids, and then right here. Name that tune's up there too, though. All right. That's good. That's good. <laughs> Um, so I really love the vibe of this song. It's a, a song by the band called Bleachers, um, but it's actually featuring Bruce Springsteen. Um, and this is a song they just recently released that's going to be part of their upcoming third album that's going to come out in 2021. Um, the song's called Chinatown. And Kyle, the cue point here is pretty important. So just, it's thanks. 146, right? Uh, that's whatever. her very nice Canadian way of saying don't fuck it up again <laughs> Kyle. if you want to hear the Bruce Springsteen part so Chinatown take it away give me, give me, give me the big red light and take the sad 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 Mentioned this one's pretty hot off the press, it just came out a month ago. So, new for 2020. Check out Carrie Scott scooping Pat Francis on the boss, man. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) I like that. How many, how many, Pat, how many verses did Bruce uh sing on that? First of all, let me tell you, I loved working (laughs) with this band, I like working with new groups. 
I like getting in there and I, I just like, I like laying it down. They let me count it in. I go, well, one, two, three, ho. All right. Perfect. <laughs> just for you, Mike. I like to you. set it up on the table and let you, yeah, you know, tee it off. There you go. Serve tea All it right. off, buddy. Carrie, uh, excellent choice, and uh, and thanks thanks for joining us today. You don't have to leave, but I'm just uh, I'm just thanking you. <laughs> thanks All right. for having me. My uh, my third and final song is uh, this is my favorite vocalist of all time, Chrissy Hind. Pretenders released it. Oh, oh yes! Oh yay! Sorry. Pre- Pretenders released an album this year called Hate for Sale. It I don't think it, it didn't get a lot of uh, press because of COVID, but it's a uh, it's a band album. Martin's on there and the new guys are on there and, uh, and it's 30 minutes in and out and I love it. So this is the title track. This is hate for sale. That's uh, James James Woolborn on guitar and Nick Wilkinson on bass. And for me, this album really harkens back to the first two original Pretenders albums. So if you haven't heard it, mm-hmm. I recommend it. That's an yeah, almost seventy-year-old woman right there. Isn't that yeah, amazing? unbelievable. Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. Now, it's awesome. Mike, uh, Mike, Mike, and I have seen the Pretenders recently in concert, as has uh, Christine Blackburn and Blackburn, and we can all agree Chrissy Hind has not lost uh, anything off that voice. Amazing, oh. amazing. Yeah, or even, her moves. Even, yeah her, even moves. her moves. Even her moves. Or her yeah, her, her like, attitude. She's all rocker all oh, the time. Yeah. Murray, so what do you got? Well, uh, I kind of zoned out. Was the drummer? Was it Martin Chambers, the drummer? Yes. Is he playing on the album and touring? Or? Yes. This is a full band album, as I said in my uh, description. <laughs> yeah, I, z- I zoned you out when you get talking a lot. Oh my um, dear God. Uh, man. But wasn't he just playing on the, or just touring and not playing on the album for a while? Or the last couple albums stuff? he did not play on, which I don't know how you have that conversation. I would love to ask her that question. But yeah, um, but, yeah but he is on this album. This is a but full, he toured though, right? Oh my God. Hold on a second. Where's that? Okay. There we go. Okay. So uh, coming up next <laughs> is uh, Courtney Cronin. What do you got for us? Oh, oh that, by the way, that song was awesome. It's Thank you, Courtney. That, that that's how you comment on a song. You don't go, ah, uh, that guy, is there a bass guy on that? Because I know when they toured, there's a bass. <laughs> Funny story, I actually bombed in front of the Pretenders one time. Ah. Courtney, um, uh-huh. Courtney, please stop opening oh, for bands. Oh, no, I got a mean comic laugh on that. Sorry, was it that bad? <laughs> I love it. Um, okay, so uh, this is... Um, uh, I'm going to name drop again. This is a band called The Rock and Roll Residency, and it was started in Nashville, and it started as like a Tuesday night jam 
where um, it was started by these two uh, musicians, uh, Philip Schaus and Jeremy Asbrock. They both play in Ace Fraley's band and Gene Simmons band. And they started this every Tuesday night. Like whoever was in town would get, um, would come in on, if they were in town on a Tuesday and come play with them. So they had everybody play there. Like Alice Cooper showed up and play with them. Wow. Like Robin Zander, nice. uh, Gene Simmons. Um, I, it, the list is so long. It's nuts. If you go to their website, you got to keep scrolling. Cause it's just like, crazy and um and it was all 70s rock and that was the thing so they put an album out with six original songs and one cover and uh the one cover is of the osmonds um crazy horses just <laughs> <laughs> so cool and uh but this was one of the originals i chose and um it's called this is heaven but you can't come in yet <laughs> But then again, the gate is locked, I can't get in, that's when they came to me and sang. I still remember what the angel said. Yeah, this is heaven, but you can't come in. You ain't alive, but you ain't dead. This is heaven, but you can't come in. Yeah. I press my face up to the gate to plead my case, yeah. How long is this all gonna take? I bend the rules, I play the game, I run with fools, but I, I ain't no rattlesnake. I do my share, I pay my dues, I say my prayers, and I, I try to fix my mistakes. I'm begging, please just let me in, I'm on my knees, he said, you just shut up and wait. Kyle, were you getting, were you getting, yeah, yeah, yeah. Kyle, yeah. were you getting into that because uh, you let it play a, a, a while? Uh, it's okay. It was, and then I also couldn't, it wouldn't turn down. <laughs> Goddamn right. You turned that up. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> uh, that's a great song, yeah. Courtney. Fantastic. Yeah, that's great. Excellent. Really excellent. Cool. And in the bridge, it just goes so beatily. It's nuts. It's almost like a completely <laughs> different song. I think you guys like it. Uh, Thank you so much. Next up, Murray, I just put you in my phone. I renamed you as Scam Likely. So, uh, <laughs> but you're, you're, oh, that reminds me, I need to put you in my phone. <laughs> oh, I like what he did there. I like what he did there too. Very nice, Murray. I like it. This is why I love Murray. All right, Murray, you got one more song. What are you going to, uh, oh, I do. All right. So, my apologies. I love that Killers album. I was just talking about it with Brad Paisley it's earlier. Great. Um, it was great. <laughs> It really is great. It's a great album. It's, I can't believe no, that we didn't pick a song. I haven't liked anything from the Killers since their debut album, so yeah. I really, really like that a lot. Um, the Future Islands put out a great album this year. I really like those guys. And, of course, that ACDC with Kyle uh, Heldreth playing later. So my apologies to those guys. And then real quick, um, not to get all sentimental and everything, but 2020 kind of blew. I don't know if anybody knows what? that. Huh. Yeah, what? What are you talking Why? about? What happened? Loved there it. wasn't what a lot of joy. My there favorite. wasn't a lot of joy in Mudville. But watching you guys bop along to this music, thumbs up. I love Thank it. you. Thank you. Uh, my last one. Well, this is now bringing it even down even more. My last <laughs> yeah, song. way to bring down the room, brother. I know. I know. Uh, my last song is, uh, I got into Kurt Vile this year. Um, he got started out with um, the war on drugs and I never really followed his career, but I really got into him this year. And he fortunately slash unfortunately did a couple songs with John Prine before John Prine died this year. And so he was uh, suffered from the COVID or 
the curse of David Wilde. Who knows? Um, <laughs> so this is, I'm looking up. What did I send you? We actually call it David Shit, 19. David 19 is what we call the new disease. All right. Okay. So this is Kurt Vile, and I sent you, did I send you two? Which one did you I send you? You sent me how lucky. Because he did two. Oh, yes. So this is a cover um, uh, Kurt Vile did with, of a John Prine song with John Prine on an EP out this year called So Lucky, I believe. All right. Oh, yeah, I love that. It. Don't don't stop. <laughs> I love that. My heart is like beating out of me and myself a bed. There was all these things that I don't think I remember. Hey, how lucky I can't one man give. Hey, how lucky I can't one man give. Very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Thanks a lot. All right, Murray, you getting you getting sent? Are you okay, Murray? Are you crying? Are you crying? No, not yet. All right. You want me to? It's okay to. I'll whip up. I'll whip up some tears right now, motherfucker. Let's do it. Would you? (laughs) Are we having? Like me to read something from Stephen Piercy's book? Yeah. How does? How does he refer to? How does he refer to women in the book? Yeah. Okay. I I pulled it out as a as a joke here, but but. I opened it up to any random page and it was a start of a, when I talk about how he talks about women. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to, it was a opening uh, page of a, of a chapter and look at, at the title of the chapter title. If you can read it. The three, My three P's of party parches and patches. Oh boy. No, oh, so you're not reading it. You're not right reading it all. all right. <laughs> wow. Why don't we let the uh, non-high person read it? Okay, I'll read it, but I'm going to apologize to the everyone for the ladies first. The three P's: pussy, party, and paycheck. Yeah, or also known as precious. Just, just one paycheck. And if you uh, if you like that kind of tone, you're going to love this memoir. <laughs> Wait, is, uh, is that what the PPP is? We were supposed to be getting. Yes, that that's the PPP. Yep, that's the PPP oh, that we're supposed oh. to be getting. Get yeah. off your ass, people. Let's get there. I know. Grab them by the PPP. They That's can't get it together. Have. I don't know what's going on, why we can't get this uh, PPP. <laughs> All right. Mary, so, one more time. Can I get that, please, that uh, song we just listened to again? Yeah, it was Kurt Vile and uh, John P's. Prine. How lucky. Okay. okay. How lucky. Next up for her third and final song, Ms. Christine Blackburn. Oh my gosh. I hate when it's over. I get so, you know, this is just, I love it coming here so much and I love sharing this, any, any music really. I like talking about all of it. So, uh, thank you, Pat Francis. You are Big round welcome. Of applause, thank you. Pat wow. Francis. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. And, uh, this song, this song is a single by Ben Folds and you know, it's kind of funny. He was in Australia touring when the pandemic hit. And so he, he has just decided to, uh, move there he's now living in australia pretty much full time wow and he wrote this song yeah he wrote the song out of his apartment back in may it's just a piano ballad and it's so simple but basically he's taking us through all the uh different problems our country has suffered so it kind of starts off with the pandemic of 1918 and then it moves through the great depression and our money problems 
then right into the civil rights era with uh, with with Floyd and then into the protests of the 60s. And if you could believe it, into the Cold War of the 80s. And then it ends with, you know, back to we've almost lost our entire democracy uh, at the end here. So, you know, the Civil War, really, practically, there's still 70 70 million lunatics out there. So that's it, the problem. It's you know sounding like uh, it's sounding like he didn't start the fire. That's what this is sounding like. <laughs> well, you know, it is interesting. It's one of those traveling songs, but uh, you're gonna love it, you guys. Kyle, let's hear that. Honestly, this should play us. This should, you know, this this whole thing should play. We're not repeating history, just the parts that sucked. Twenty twenty, but the actual fuck. Pray we get through, but hey, don't hold your breath, cause there's plenty left to. We got six months left. How many years? How many years will we try? How many years will we try to cram into one? Very nice. Good pick. That Good pick. Nice. Yeah, that was great. I liked it. Any, like any, yeah. any other you. thoughts? Or are we just all now going to go, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> I'm jealous of him being able to live in Australia where there's no COVID cases. Yeah. 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 Being able to play that piano. You pull, yeah. Oh, yeah. you go to and a talent, party, you pull too. that skill I'm out. jealous of talent too. <laughs> you show up at a party, they you got a piano. Of, What's that, Christine? Often though, so often though, when I think of um, Ben Folds, I just go to that abortion song. <laughs> You know, I, I can't help it. You know brick? what I'm talking about, you guys? Yeah, Brick. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the it, alternate you know, title. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this, be, this let's, let's go to the 2020 song now when we think of Ben Folds. All right. Yeah, right. That, that abortion song album is fantastic. Yeah, that's what it's called. Whatever and ever. It's, it's only three songs about abortion, so, and the other four are about cancer. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. it, so it's upbeat. It's positive it's for upbeat. sure. Losing Lisa. Yeah, you could get on there and do a set, Murray, about your baboon heart. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Siegel, let's, hey. bring, let's bring it. All right. Well, this, this is a band that uh, going to hit of the uh, 90s nostalgia now. They had um, Semisonic. I don't want to judge Ooh. them by... Um, Closing time, which I, I'm okay. I think we're all okay if we never hear again, ever in our life. But the leader of Semisonic was uh, is this guy Dan Wilson, who's like went on, and for the last 20 years, he's a super successful producer uh, for a lot of people and songwriter. But uh, this year, they got the band uh, back together again in Minneapolis, and they got a little EP out called uh, "You're Not Alone," and it's a song I heard that just that was catchy to me, and it's, uh, it's a good little like rock pop songs and this one's right called on. basement tapes and sliding through the dark in all kinds of weather where's the map one of us is barely holding it together i still got all your basement tapes i'm still hearing you drift away saying those things that you just don't say Dream ride 
That's great. Yep. I believe I believe it's their first music in like over 25 years or something like yeah. that. It's crazy. Yeah, so it's, I think yeah, since 2001 maybe. Yeah, it's a four-song yeah, EP and it's all good. Yeah. He's been doing so he did stuff with the chicks, he's done stuff with Adele. And I if you're not into semi-sonic, I highly recommend his first band, Trip Shakespeare. Yeah, uh, they, they were big in the Midwest. Yeah, yeah they were they're out of the Minneapolis. Midwest. They're really good. All right. So I think good. he wrote uh, Not Ready to Make Nice for the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh wow. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, that's a good yeah. tune. Yeah. I love that song. He's doing okay, but he got the <laughs> band back together for, you know. You know, why not? <laughs> I guess yeah, they're yeah. sitting around that's Minneapolis very cool. and very cool. Hey, you wanna yeah, sure. So but all the all four songs are are cool. Yeah, they are. I can't believe no one picked any uh, of the chick songs today either. That album's pretty great. Mm. Gaslighting. Yeah, I, I didn't hear it yet. I'm going to yeah. put that down. It's look good. at my notebook, you guys. I, I've got all this to look forward to. I love it, teenager. Look at you. Scribble, scrabble. Jesus Christ, it's like a beautiful mind over there. <laughs> owner. <laughs> she can put it in their trapper keeper. <laughs> all right, last but... You, you are so jealous of my office supplies. <laughs> oh, I have a notebook that has this Ooh, one. Look oh, at the that. Linda Rodstad notebook. Yeah. Wow. What's That's new? Not that notebook. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. Nope. Um, it's fitting that I go last okay. because I did bring a holiday song. Oh. But let me but let me preface this with um this year. If I could pick one thing in pop culture that ruled this house, it is Hamilton. And oh, once yeah. once that came on Disney Plus, I was like, my son is 11. He's aged out of Disney Plus. What do I need Disney Plus for? Um, but we maybe in this house have watched Hamilton, I don't know, 30 times. My son, when he gets in the car, Spotify, Hamilton. Um, Sorry, someone's at the, of course, right now is when someone comes to the gate. Is that a wine, is that a wine, de- wine delivery? Right it's a right. wine delivery. Uh, you know what? I think it might be. I think it might be. <laughs> uh, I mean, anywho, so, oh gosh. Okay. So, anywho, so we've watched it a dozen times, or, or dozens of times. And yeah. one of the stars who won a Tony, his name is David Diggs. And I've done a deep dive into all of them, the whole show, all of it, because I saw it when it was LA in, in LA and it was great, but the Broadway cast is just next level. So love to be digs. Also, my son is, has been just all he wants is a dog. Like, I'm like, what do you want for Christmas? We do Hanukkah Aww. and we do Christmas. And he's like, I don't want anything except a dog. Like, I don't like Aww. you. And I'm like, wait, if you don't get a dog, you get nothing. And um, <laughs> anywho, so when this, song came out which is the video is adorable i cannot recommend it enough it's david diggs singing an original song that he and some guys wrote called puppy for hanukkah and it's fantastic <laughs> all right let's hear it cool puppy for hanukkah. yeah come on you know what i want to what you want 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 i want a puppy for hanukkah can you fast forward it to that next? Yeah. Can you fast forward it a bit because the next verse is 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 terrific. Did you miss the cue again, Kyle? <laughs> uh, no, I'm about ready to throw this computer out the window though. Red box, it don't bark, okay. don't bite, don't cry when I shake it. So I'm pretty sure that it's just socks. But you never know, miracles happen. I tap in and start to rip the paper. Oh, please let it be the puppy that I wanted. I don't wanna wait. To- oh, yep, that's just socks. I'ma get what I wanted. Uh. What you want? What you want? What you want? I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah. I ain't even tripping on it, bruh. I ain't even tripping. I ain't even tripping. Cause I'ma get a puppy for Hanukkah. Oh, 
Anyway, it's just darling. It's darling. So, what is that? That is my life right now. So, Christy, you're you're not getting him a puppy. He's getting that song. Yeah. No, it's so funny. They just pulled up. We're gonna on the last night. We're gonna give him like a promissory note that we're going to start talks about getting him a him a dog. Well, but, that's that's uh, the same. So that's no, that's the, the exact no. That's the exact same <laughs> well, thing as opening up a box and having a live puppy in there. No, no, it really no, is. He'll enjoy that. Have, there's a lot of prep. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah for our home that needs to happen. <laughs> All right. So, All right. What anyway. kind of dog does he want? What what does he want? Well, I have a I have a son and a husband who are highly allergic to most dogs. Okay. So it's, it's going to be a challenge. And allergic I've to Mondays according to your shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm sending over a St. Bernard on my on on okay. the, on on Tuesday. Okay. All right. Well, I hope that goes well, and I hope you have some backup presents because uh, there's going to be tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have some no, backup if presents. You put a leash in a box. No, put the. Oh, put that's a, a good idea. Box. Put a leash. Yeah. Put a They're leash. Allergic. In. There's going to be tears no matter what. That's yeah. true. Yeah. That's yeah. true. Put a, leash, put a leash in and say, <laughs> "Oh shit, it got away." Oh, he did, like, Murray. DC T-shirt. Hey, Johnny, come here. Come here. Tell them, uh, tell my friends real quick, real fast, um, d- how much did you like your ACDC uh, t-shirt that you got for Hanukkah? Yeah, it was it was so soft, and <laughs> on, on, it, it feels like, uh, it feels it's like, soft. it's really soft and it's comfortable. Excellent. <laughs> Great. That's All awesome. Right. We're, we're nearing the end, honey. I just wanted to, you know, <laughs> them to see your beautiful face. Yeah, they can hear you. Okay. But, oh, that's right. You can't hear them. Happy Hanukkah, right. Johnny. Johnny. They say happy Hanukkah. Okay. <laughs> All right, we're wrapping up. We're wrapping it up. The best. So cute. The best. Go, the go, shirt go. is soft, but the album rocks hard. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Mike Siegel. All right, look. First of all, thank all of you people for giving me your Sunday. I appreciate it. I know a lot of you have families and other obligations, so I totally appreciate that you guys were here and picked the songs and got them to me and all that good stuff. So now I want to go around and you guys can do a little promoting. Let's start with the guy who flew in and came right home and got right on the Zoom, Alexi Lawless. Uh, What do you got to promote for us besides the State of the Union podcast? What else is going on? Just I talk about soccer on Fox Sports. Uh, Twitter's my name, Alexi Lawless, and you know promote good people and good things. And here's to much, much better days ahead in uh, 2020 and beyond, or 2021 and beyond. Excuse me. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Christine Blackburn. What do you got for us to promote? Hi. Okay, you guys. Well, you know, storyworthy podcast. Yes, we know this. <laughs> and please rate, review, subscribe. I'm not bullshitting you. I've been doing this for over 10 years. Last week was my 652nd interview. Yeah, and anyway, no, it's going really well because I've kind of branched out. My story-worthy brand is now kind of moving into different directions, including what I really want you guys to see is Story Smash, the storytelling game show. It is on uh, 
Friday nights at 7 o'clock Pacific Time, Facebook and YouTube Live. So come see Story Smash. Thank you, Christine. Thank you. Mike Siegel, what do you got for us? Tell us about your podcast that you've been doing for quite a long time also. For the Travel Tales Podcast, you can go to TravelTalesPodcast.com. A lot of people on this uh, panel have been on it. <laughs> Most people, I think Courtney might be the only one who hasn't been on it. And Carrie, Carrie, I have time for, for you. But um, yeah, and you can get my Dry Bar Comedy Special uh, called Have Jokes Will Travel. That's on Dry Bar. You can download it and stuff. And I do listen to Alexi's podcast every week, and I can say it's good. Oh, wow. You're the one. Thank and you. I do enjoy it. I do enjoy it. Alexi's um, a professional like- broadcaster. He is. Yeah. He is. You can hear it in his voice. And, <laughs> yeah. And Mike, you're at Mike, uh, at Funny Mike on Twitter. Funny Mike on Twitter, which I don't check much because Twitter depresses me. So that's a good way to plug it. All right. Maybe 2021. Oh, well, you know what? Come over to, I'm on Parlor and I love it. <laughs> so if Twitter, if Twitter's not your thing, maybe you come over there. Yeah. Uh, I can't believe Courtney of all this dog talk. In dog. I know my dog. He's sleeping, but oh, okay. there'll be some dog tricks posted later today. He's my <laughs> oh, thank basically. God. Courtney, where can we find you? You you have jumped off of Twitter, correct? I had to get off the Twitter. Okay. Uh, there Aww. was just current stuff going on that was really bugging me. So I had to just shut it down. That's fair. That's fair. And, I don't know. Yeah. It's usually pretty pleasant. Well, it's hard not to say things. It's hard not to respond. And I have like a blurting problem. Yeah. So I have to kind of work on that. Um, uh, so anyway, I don't know. When, when is this airing, Pat? This will air, I think, December 31st. Okay. So um, I'm working with someone who's uh, one of the hosts of the Kiss Masquerade, but that's December 18th and 19th. So it just happened. It was great. You should check it out. It's Excellent. streaming. I loved it. Kissmiss2020.com. Really great nice. stuff. Enough's enough. Oh, I'm sorry. Allison, Rick Derringer, Todd Kern. Nice. Show. There you go. You get the wow. Pez, the Kiss ah. Pez. Pez dispenser, yeah. And uh, and then January, I'm working with Michael Yo right now on the Real Screen Awards, and he's the host, and that's January 26th if you're attending the virtual Real Screen Oh, I don't know how that's going to work this year, uh, next year, but he's the host and uh, that's what I'm doing right now. All right. Good, Neat. good things. Courtney Murray, what's up? Hey man, what's up? Um, <laughs> uh, nothing, you know, I'm at Murray V on Twitter. I pretty much just post stupid jokes and music on there and uh, Murray V comedy on Instagram. And even though I haven't been performing, uh, I've been embracing the writing side of my career, so that's been fun. So I did some stuff for the Wall Street Journal and ARP, oh, wow. and a bunch of stuff. Yeah, that was so. good, Mer. Oh, thanks, Court. It was great. Um, so hopefully more, and they invited me back. So hopefully more articles and stuff until yeah. we get back on tour, and I can Courtney and I can do the Irvine Improv again. Yay! Oh, and thanks to a uh, intro from Murray, I, I also have an article coming out on the uh, Wall Street Journal's hopefully in January in the travel. No, uh, no. Oh. AA- You're yeah. welcome. No AARP. You, what about AARP? Not an AARP for you? Oh, I, My- a kitchen dream. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie Scott, tell us your Twitter handle because you are an avid vinyl collector and vinyl listener, and you're listening to like multiple albums a night, and you always take a picture of the the sticker or the label in the middle of the of the vinyl record and post what you're listening to. Where can everyone follow you on Twitter? Just um, at Flipside Vinyl, and yeah, and all I post is music. So, but that's no, fun. That's what we need. No politics. I no, love yeah. your Twitter. Yeah. Just music. We need that in 2020 Wonderful. and 2021. And uh, certainly not least, last or least, Christy Stratton, any upcoming projects? What do you got going? Uh, 
no, we're just we're going to air the rest of the episodes that we made, and I'm uh, developing some things that I'm kind of back to square one with some stuff, and uh, you but know, you, hopefully, big stuff next year. But you're good, yes, and you're always you're always working on stuff. You always got irons in the fire, and uh, I'm looking forward to 2021 when you line your entire house with newspaper for that puppy. Um, <laughs> oh, by the way, I've known oh. I've known Christy a very, very long time. And um, just to say this, finally see Christy as a stripper. Dreams come true. Mm. Uh, <laughs> All right. Dreams come true. <laughs> Kyle, you are oh, at my. you are at Kyle Dotson Funny and you handle yeah. the you handle the rock solid Instagram. Yep. When was the last time you posted on that rock solid Instagram? Oh boy, we could look it up probably a few months ago. All right. <laughs> Keep it going. I love the branding. Uh, okay, everybody, thank you. We are Rock Solid Show. Go to rocksolidpodcast.com for everything about the podcast. Thank Thanks you so much. Everybody. I look forward to seeing Bye, you everyone. guys in person Bye. in 2021. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye, Bye guys. Kyle, you stick around though. Because I want to berate okay. you. All right, that concludes our 2020 year in review episode. I just want to thank everyone once again for participating today. Alexi Lawless, David Wilde, Carrie Scott, Courtney Cronin, Murray Valariano, Christine Blackburn, Mike Siegel, and Christy Stratton. Great tunes all around, great fun, and I always appreciate when any of those people and all those people participate in the show. It really means a lot to me. So thanks again, guys, and hope everyone's going to have a happy and healthy 2021. And again, thank you, Kyle Dotson, for producing this from San Antonio, Texas. And as promised, we're going to play out with an intro by Kyle Hildreth, who's doing the Facebook artwork for this episode. Kyle's going to talk about an album that I love and Murray loves. And I think Mike Siegel loves it. I think Christy Stratton loves it. I think everyone loves it. It was the number one album in the country, in the, I'm sorry, in the world. So here we go. Here's Kyle Hildreth. Thanks for listening. Head over to the Patreon page and support the show for 2021. I'm Pat Francis, and this is our play out. Hey, everybody. It's Kyle Hildreth from the Woods of Western Mass. And in 2020, I bought two new albums. The first one was Deep Purple's Whoosh. Great album. Um, they're still doing it after 50 years. Really good stuff. But the best album of 2020 was ACDC's Power Up. Now, this album, uh, it's as good as everybody's saying. It really is. And it's a tribute to the late Malcolm Young, rhythm guitarist and founder of the band. If there's anything that you like about ACDC, it's because of Malcolm. He founded the band. He put Angus, his little brother, in the band. He made decisions on who came, who went. He wrote every song almost. <laughs> um, if not totally, then on, you know, wrote on every song. He was really the driving force of the band. And they didn't say it outright, but this song is so much different than anything they've ever done. Probably closer to Ride On, if anything. But it's not hard rocking. It's not the hard rocking song on the album. It's not the best song on the album. But I like it a lot. And it's really a nice tribute to Malcolm. So here's ACDC with Through the Mists of Time. <laughs>